This is the Comedy Kiosk podcast by Monday and Munoz. Please welcome Monday and Munoz. Welcome to the Comedy Kiosk, where we discuss news, opinions, and well, stuff about comedy. I'm David Munoz, and my name is Igor Monday. And today we're going to be discussing censorship and comedy. All right. So the person who actually wanted to discuss this was Igor. So Igor. Why the hell are we discussing this? Yeah, well, as we always announce that we discuss news in this podcast, but we haven't for a while, yep. there is currently an ongoing kind of news headline topic yeah. here in the Russian media in Moscow about uh, this, about a comedian being prosecuted because of his jokes. So shame, I just thought... Shame. Just what a shame. Yeah, and uh, that was today's episode. It is a shame, and thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I wanted to I wanted to start this topic and discuss basically censorship and other mm-hmm. things. What can you joke about? Yeah, are there any taboos in comedy? Is there something that you shouldn't joke about? No. Uh, who can tell you this? Who can basically Mom. censor you? Mom, mom, mom's the only one. If mom yeah. says don't say that joke. You're like, oh damn it! All right, fine. Well, to be fair, if I was 100% sure that my parents will never hear any of my jokes, my material could be quite different. Yeah, but yeah, there is yeah. some kind of level of self-censorship to, to that, because yeah. I do kind Have of... Have your parents listened to your material? I'm not sure my parents are aware of me being a stand-up comedian. <laughs> you haven't come out yet? I haven't come out yet officially. Jesus Christ, man. My parents, well, my, my mom knows. I, um, so it's like, I, I've, I even, I've even seen her watching my material because when I was Skyping, because I live in Australia, so I was Skyping my nephew and she was in the background on a computer literally watching me doing stand-up on my YouTube channel. And it was really weird to watch her reacting. And then afterwards I talked to her about it. I mean, uh, definitely I would not invite them to my shows. My sister has been, and of course, like friends and stuff, but parents and some kind of, you know, aunts, uncles, whatever like this. I don't think they're my target audience anyways. Yeah. But yeah, but definitely if I was 100% sure that... So, because, you know, you have material that, you know, it's, uh, let's say, TV ready. Like quite clean, okay. quite family friendly. Most of my stuff is like this. But then sometimes when we have shows in a basement with like 20 people. That's every weekend. Yeah, not every. <laughs> I mean, like we've done other kinds of shows. I've done theaters right. and parks and universities and stuff. Yeah. But when it's a basement with 20 people, dark room, and everyone is drunk, you know, there is material that I'm thinking like, oh, I could do, I yeah. could do that, like, you know. Yep. Saucy little joke I have. But <laughs> yeah, I like how you describe that. It's 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 my saucy joke. It's my saucy I have a little saucy joke. little joke. You saucy little joke here. I'm just gonna I'm gonna use you tonight. I'm gonna use you and I'm gonna I'm gonna slap you in everyone's faces. Yes, in I this, am. In this saucy dark little, little basement. Mm, yes. <laughs> yeah, but but then I'm thinking like, what if someone <laughs> records and puts that on YouTube? And like, oh, seeing you expose your saucy little joke. (gasps) The shame, Igor, the shame. Well, I mean, I wouldn't like, you know, like if, well, since I live in Moscow, my family lives all my relatives back back in Croatia. And because it's in English, obviously, Mm. I don't think they would even bother (laughs) translating. But anyways, like I would die if someone showed my mom 
Like if my aunt came and she said, what is your son doing on the internet talking about saucy little jokes, saucy little jokes. slapping people in the face with it? Yeah. And I'll be like, yeah, sorry, mama. I will never do that again. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the answer is yes. Your mom can censor you. That's the only one you really matters. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, but it's some kind of form of self-censorship where you don't mm-hmm. like there is, there is stuff that I don't want other people to hear me talk about. That's why I don't talk about that stuff. Yeah. So do you think this is the first step and the only important step in, let's say, freedom of speech on stage that you should manage yourself, what you talk about and how you basically who you will offend, which topics you will cover? What do you think about this self? Yeah, self-censorship. Yeah, absolutely. I think it is. It's just it's just you at the end. The only thing is you have to be willing to accept the consequences. Like if you decide to take uh, to do a saucy little joke and it doesn't go well or someone is offended by it for whatever reason you have to own that now how you deal with that then is also up to you do you change your material because you realize oh right it is offensive and i didn't mean it to be that like my intention was not to be offensive with it in which case you need to change it on the other hand if your point was well no it is meant to be a bit offensive because i'm trying to make a point and there's a twist to it then you have to say, okay, is it clear enough? Am I doing it well enough uh, or not? In which case, if you're not, you need to fix it. If you are, then you can choose to ignore that person. It's your choice. And you can say, no, sorry, you're the one that's misinterpreting or you're the one. Yes, you can be offended. That's totally fine to be offended. Many comedians have made the statement. It's okay to be offended, but it's the comedian's choice whether they willing to do something about it or not. And then they have to accept the consequences. Like when you hear about comedians going, oh, I've been cancelled or, you know, they're cancelling this comedian and they're griping about they can't do their material anymore. Well, it's like, well, maybe you need to update your material or you can continue, but you have to accept the fact that a lot of people are not going to want to watch you. If you're willing to be fine with that, then keep doing it. Yeah, I think (laughs) the the first kind of first filter that your jokes... will go through is you yeah right and i remember if we talk about again kind of friends and family when i just started doing stand-up mm-hmm. i was not sure even how my friends will react to this yeah so first i think few shows i haven't even told anyone and i haven't invited my friends to come and see me support mm-hmm. me or anything then when i was more confident in my like five minutes ten minutes or something like this mm-hmm. i started inviting some friends and then once i remember we had a because back in the day we had two open mics Friday and Saturday night yeah. and one was like a clean open mic and one was like ah, a blue, blue open mic that, yeah. and that was the thing like it's not only that it was for some reason people didn't get it as okay here I shouldn't censor my material they got it as here I should be as dirty as possible yeah I don't know why they got this idea but anyways I had this like five minutes I don't think it was super dirty mm. but it was a, like a little bit I basically in the, my introduction to this set is I have 10 jokes today each of them will be progressively more and more dirty. saucy yeah dark let's say slutty yeah saucy <laughs> uh, so and after this I came to my friends and I was like what do you think? Was that too much? Yeah. And one of my friends said it was funny. Yeah. And I said, that's not what I, I said, but I said, was it too much? And she said, it was funny. So she wasn't willing to say anything else. She was just like, it was funny. That's it. That's you should be satisfied with that. No, Shut no, the fuck up. Yeah, Stop bugging that, me. That no, no. She answered my question. I just didn't understand that. Yeah. Because I was like, what do you mean? I know it was funny. I heard people laugh, but do you think I went too far? And mm-hmm. she's like, it was funny. 
Yeah, it's so like the choice funny, is yours. If it wasn't funny, if yeah. you were just a guy on stage talking disgusting shit, then it wouldn't be okay. Yeah. You were a guy on stage, you were a guy on a stand up show being funny, which yeah. means it's okay. There is no too much, right? Yeah. But so it only comes down to what kind of comic you want to be. Mm-hmm. If you want to be like a, like a rude kind of insult comic, yeah. you want to be like a misogynistic old timey like 80s kind of style mm-hmm. guy comic you or you want to be a clean i don't know catholic act right it's it's yeah. it's up to you but you then like you take responsibility for your material absolutely right? that, that's that's my whole point responsibility you got to take responsibility for the consequences and actions and and the way it's perceived i've had two cases where uh there was one uh where i had a, a tolstoy bit and um, I was trying to, uh, the way I was doing it, it was, it was getting laughs. It was funny. Uh, I was getting laughs from it. And, but one girl came up to me after the show and she said, it seemed a little sexist, uh, this part. She goes, I know you were just making a joke. She goes, no, 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 no. And it was, and it was funny, but it, it did come across as a bit sexist sort of thing. Like you were celebrating the sexism. Like you were celebrating the fact that Tolstoy could shag all of his servants. And I went, oh. Because that was not my intention, right? And I thought, okay, I'm not presenting something well enough. I need to change this. Because that was me realizing, okay, I, that's not what I intended. It's the way it's coming across. It's still funny, but it's not the funny I want. So my ownership is on me. I have to change this, right? And I started thinking of different ways that I could present it so that it would come across as pointing out that the way he's doing it was unfair, like, kind of making it a bit clearer that I'm not celebrating the fact he could do this, but I am pointing out that, yeah, in those days, guys could do whatever they wanted because he was the owner of the land and pretty much his servants was was his harem, you know, and he was a dick. He was an asshole. But in those days, it's, it is what it is. Like, you know, the, the saying, it's good to be the king sort of thing, right? So there was that instance where the ownership was then on me to change it because I wanted to because I was like, no, that's my material. I need to change it. The other one was a bit where I have that Richard joke where I get hit on by the gay guy and I had another person come up to me after the show and a a female comedian and she said, in the beginning, you come across as homophobic. Like the beginning is a bit homophobic. She goes, I like the whole joke and the end and the ending is good. And she goes, but it's, 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 it's not homophobic by the end. I said, yeah, that's the point. The point is that I am nervous. I'm trying to deal with a gay guy hitting on me and I'm trying to be okay with it. But because of culture society, I'm not, I'm flubbering the whole damn thing. I'm trying to be cool about it. I'm trying to let the guy know it's okay, but I'm screwing it up in a way, or at least I think I'm screwing. I'm, and by the end, it's a much ado about nothing, right? And the whole point is, it is basically me just getting over myself or getting over the what society has told me is a social stigma or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crap. And now I'm going, no, I'm actually succeeding. That is the whole point of the joke is you're supposed to look at beginning me at, of that joke and go, what an idiot. Like, get over yourself. It's not that big a deal, even though I know it's not a big deal. Well, But I that's think- what I mean. There was two different circuits. One where I thought, no, I have to change it. Good feedback. Thank you. And the other one where I went, hmm, no, you're the one you're the one who's misinterpreting it. I'm not actually misogynist. If you actually read into it. That's the that's yeah. the other level. So once you've like self-censored and you go on that stage with the jokes you want to go on that stage with, yeah. right? Then there is audience who will and especially nowadays living in this kind of, you know, cancel culture where there is a bunch of like <laughs> I hate that social term. justice warriors fighting for things that they <laughs> like, okay. You, you know, like who this this uh, person that approached you after yeah. about was it uh, was it the gay man? 
No, no. It was a straight woman. No, it was a it was a lesbian woman. Oh, oh, okay, fair. Uh, a gay person, at least mm -hmm. a gay person. But many times I, I would hear people do jokes about that mm -hmm. and people would come up, not about that in particular, not about your joke about picking up, picking up a gay guy in a bar. Yeah. But I mean, let's talk about sexuality, talk about something like porn. Yeah. I've heard people come up to comics, our comics at our shows, after the show and being like, oh, you know what? You shouldn't talk about that publicly. It's not a nice topic. I don't like to hear about it. Yeah. Or leave. You know yeah. what I mean? Like mm. it's, it, I don't like something is not a valid reason for this not to exist. You know, it's just a valid reason for you to remove yourself from that. It's people going on YouTube, watching 30 minute bit and then writing in the comments, I didn't like this at all. Yeah. Why did you watch? Turn it off, <laughs> yeah. you know, but uh, I don't like this idea that people complain about stuff that doesn't concern them. You know what I mean? Like people, yeah. people, but, and they always complain about some kind of right cause. Like you can't joke about People being fat, you can't joke mm -hmm. about people being different colors of skin, you can't joke about people being different sexual orientation. Mm -hmm. But if I say like, oh, you know what, I'm short, no one will be like, shut up, it's offensive to short people. No one's going to protect short people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And especially because, okay, I am short, so I can talk about it. What <laughs> if, if I talked about tall people? That, is that offensive? You know what I mean? So No, because you're punching up. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. Um, so the idea is, I remember we had a show and there was a comic, a very experienced comic doing a solo show in our club. And there was a girl who came up to me after the show and said, I really enjoy this. I, I very appreciate the stuff you do here and everything. But uh, basically he had a bit and not to spoil other comics bits. He had a bit where he talks. About, so we're in Moscow, right? And mm -hmm. the audience was like 80% Russian where he talks about, well, he starts the joke with like, I hate Russia. Mm. No, he, not I hate Russia. I'm sorry. He, has, he says Russia is shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then he basically explains why it's not. And in comparison to where he's from and with some other like global kind of politics, global geography, basically yeah. well-known facts that it's not. But that's like yeah. just the starting, you know, the shock factor. Yeah. Yeah. He starts with the shock factor, make everyone go, excuse me, what? And yeah. then he expands and but, plays and and we did have a comic that's that's why i, I kind of mixed them up we didn't mm. have a comic who had a bit like i hate russia mm. right and people were coming to me and to some other organizers after the show like this is unacceptable i don't yeah. want to hear this why do you live this then or here then leave uh why would you say something like this you know it's very disrespectful it's very rude to a country where that like now feeds you and gives you a job and gives you this and that you know what i mean but why are you, as as comics like Ricky Gervais would say, offense is not given, it's taken. Mm. You can only get offended if you take it personally. Yeah. You know, if you, if you decide to fight for this cause, if you take it as a joke, then it's a joke. Mm -hmm. But why would you even take personally something that's completely not about you? Like, I would listen to all the ah, comics. But for some people, patriotism and nationalism, you know, the country is them, they are the country. No, no, no. <laughs> they take it personally. Fine, but sexual orientation, color of mm. skin, weight, you know, yeah. this kind of stuff. Roles, oh, gender you, roles. So what you're saying is people who take offense on behalf of other people. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, like this. And in general, this kind of, you know, cancel culture that you can't talk. And Ricky Gervais had a bit about it in his latest special that, I don't know, he mentioned something about Caitlyn Jenner and mm. then got like a... Uh, 
basically a shitstorm of of comments and and uh, backlash yeah. on how you can't talk about her as him yeah. how you can't talk about her yeah. when she was him and stuff like this it's like i can talk about whatever i want yeah. you know what i mean and that's that's how you know that's how society works. I say yeah. something, you get offended, you get over it, we yeah. move on. Well, it was like that that Richard bit. I also know for a fact that a couple of other times now, uh, I've had people come up to me after the show and, uh, you know, a couple, couple of times it's been like a gay guy or whatever, and they're like, oh, I love that bit. They're like that. That is so hilarious, and and I've it's like I've been the Richard in that circumstance. Like as in, I know what you mean because I was the one who was talking with the guy. You could see he was getting nervous, and she goes, and I felt sorry for the poor dear with <laughs> the way they were saying it. Like, and they were like, it's so funny to hear it from like your perspective. You're the nervous one, and I was like, all right, okay, cool, yeah, yeah. And we had like a bit of a conversation. So overall, like they were getting like they they understood the actual intention behind it was that no, you're not being, you're not actually being an asshole but you're nervous because it's an unfamiliar situation but by the end of it you're fine with it actually the joke is i'm a little too fine with it that's that's why i think like people who take offense for other people mm. you know it's basically they misunderstood the the joke or misunderstood the point because i've i've heard here for example there was a comic who there was a German couple in the audience and the comic was crowd working and mentioned a lot of like World War II, mm. Nazi, Jew references. And these people didn't seem uncomfortable, mm. but in general, the audience did. Mm. And two, three people after the show again came up to him and came up to me and said, you know, like you were very rude to those people, you know, like mentioning something that happened 70 years ago, blah, blah. But then I go to Berlin to a show and eight out of 10 comics talk about this kind of stuff and whole Berlin laughs. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I don't think the problem is, I, I think it's okay to, in a way, uh, okay, it's not okay to be offended on behalf of someone else necessarily, but you know, it's okay if you think, oh shit, you know, this could be bad for someone else. But in that case, I think as well as the wording, it's not like you shouldn't do this. It's like, you might want to consider, like you might want to talk to someone from this community and check that it's okay with them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that I could get. Like, you know, if you're doing some material, like, if I had someone come up to me who was, you know, uh, straight about my ritual material, because I think it might come across like, have you talked to anyone in the community? I remember I did have a, a thing about India, uh, about Indian gods and whatever. And I checked with our friend Arun before I went to perform it. At one point I was like, okay, Arun, I've got this joke. Do you think it's offensive? Like, you're my first point of contact. And then I'm like, I, I asked a couple of his friends as well, all Indians. And they were like, no, oh, that's fine. That's fine. They're like, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I'm like, are you sure? I checked yeah, with them because in a way I was like, okay, because my whole point is I don't want to be offended. I'm not making fun of it. I hope they don't see it that way. That's the point. That's the point. Because I think when, so Jimmy Carr was talking about, again, how he got a lot of backlash for joking about rape mm. and Ricky Gervais for joking about weight or mm. like uh, Nazis or yeah, yeah. anything like uh, sex changes and, and yeah. Caitlyn Jenner and things like this. And <laughs> add it to the list of Ricky Gervais stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and, and they say you can't joke. You can't joke about rape. You can't mm. joke about, I don't know, sexuality. No, I think there is a difference that people misunderstand. You can't make fun of rape. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't take it as something that's not important, mm -hmm. not horrible, mm -hmm. not dangerous, not like, you know, poison in our society. It, no, you can't make fun of it. You can't take a victim of rape and be mm. like, ha ha, you got raped. Yeah. You can't make fun of it. No. But you can joke about it. It's mm. a thing that exists. It's a well, part it's how of you also deal with it. You know, like some people, yeah. probably the victim themselves might even make uh, a joke, which you might be going, oh my God, I can't believe you just said that. But 
hey, if that's what you need to say to kind of feel better about yourself or to kind of start dealing with it, great. Like, you know, it, it, is, it is a coping mechanism as well. Yeah, so I think there is this distinction that people don't understand. You mm. can joke, in my opinion, you can joke about anything. Yeah. You can't make fun of people, yeah. like especially victims of such horrible, some horrible things, and you can't make fun of the event or the yeah. the. the context the circumstance itself that it happens and that it's horrible that it still happens. you can't approve yeah. of this right but you know i don't think that if i go on stage and if i say ha ha gay people mm. or like ha ha yeah. nazis right something a joke that mm. there will be someone in the audience who thinks wait is he telling me to become a nazi <laughs> you know like i'm not yeah. oh that's cool yeah, I'm not spreading like a doctrine. No. I'm not <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I'm I'm just making a yeah, joke. That's for the manifesto. Yeah, that's I'm <laughs> saving that for my prison days when I'll write that book finally. Yeah. Oh. But you no know, it's no free time. No. <laughs> so I think that people are people are confusing these two concepts. So yeah. what can you joke about? You can joke about whatever you want. Yeah. But there are good. some stuff you can't make fun of. Yeah. Because yep. it's very offensive and it's basically hurtful. You can't be hurtful. It's a dick thing to do. It's just yeah, dickish. it's a dick thing to do. Yeah. But I mean, that's why I think that people who get offensive by the usage of some words, some mm. topics, some even kind of news or whatever happens, you know, yeah. some some horrible accident. There are people who like uh, Pete, Pete uh, Davidson, yeah. who jokes about his dad dying in 9-11. Mm -hmm. 9-11 happened. It's, yeah. it's horrible that it happened, but it happened. His dad just happened to be there. And he he died in that accident. Mm. He can joke about that. Yeah. He can't make fun of other people who lost other people or make yeah. fun of the whole. But he can joke about a thing that's directly related to him. Yeah. You know, like Daniel Sloss talks about the death of his sister in one of his specials, which is also a heavy and yeah. kind of sad and so on story. But why couldn't you joke about that? Yeah. If he wants to, it's yeah, his yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, it's just whether you're good at it or not, your material then, it comes down. Yeah. Okay. Let's say we went through two levels. Mm -hmm. So you are the first filter. Yeah. You should decide within yourself what mm -hmm. kind of stuff you want to talk about yep. and what do you want to be on stage, what kind of comic, mm -hmm. and then tailor your material towards that. Then the yeah. second thing is the audience and general public. Yeah. Because not only the audience in that room, someone can record, and this is what happens as well. Someone can record your bit, put it on Instagram out of context. Oh, yeah. You're like 30 seconds, one minute, two minutes. And you will see, because if they catch that beginning of your bit where you said that some people comment that you seem a little bit homophobic. Yeah. And that's it. No one hears the end and the conclusion yeah. and the funny part. Then, of course, so... Yeah, so we're dealing with not only the audience, but general public. But that's the second filter. But then neither of these things... Well, nowadays, general public can cancel you and, let's say, like ruin your career or whatever. But you can't get an actual... See, this is why I disagree with the term. That's why I hate when the people say, cancel. They're canceling. It's like, no, no, he's just losing... People aren't buying his tickets. That's that's the difference. Like, it's not canceling. If, if people just don't come to your show because they don't like you, well, because you did something or you said something wrong then they just don't like material. Now, the fact that you're being, people aren't coming to your show because of something taken out of context, that's what sucks. And in that case, well, those people are idiots for just seeing a two-second snippet and just pacing a whole judgment on that. That's that's the problem there. No, and I think the problem then is about media and how information is given and spread around. That so many things are taken out of context that people make the wrong assumption and go, oh, that person's a racist. Oh, that person said something sexist. That person did. And it's like, no, no, no. 
look at the whole bit. You cannot take that out of context, but they do. People well, do do that. That's what people do. And what people do as well is they confuse words and actions. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I think Bill Cosby, who <laughs> drugged people to molest them or whatever, uh, uh, allegedly yeah, he was released. More, a little more than molest. Oh, no, on a technicality. So he's still, he's still charged, convicted. Oh, okay, fine. So anyways, he did that. That's mm. a horrible thing to do. Yeah. Kevin Spacey, who touched little boys. Harvey Weinstein, who used women. Hang on, he didn't touch little boys. What did he do? He, he touched uh, he well he touched uh, a seventeen year old wannabe actor or something like that. Well, or maybe whatever. eighteen. Uh, but anyway, he kind of used his position apparently. Okay, well, whatever. Okay, sorry, Kevin Spacey, <laughs> for for misjudging your character. Yeah, uh, don't take it out of context, man. Then then like Harvey Weinstein, who yeah. who molested a bunch of women, mm-hmm. even Louis C.K who, again, used position of power, even mm-hmm. though no one, no one, nothing stopped those women from leaving, but whatever. Like, he wasn't forcing them into it, but okay, he used his influence over them, whatever. But these people did something, right? Yeah. So if I go on stage and I talk about rape, mm-hmm. that doesn't make me a rapist. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do anything bad. Right. I talked about something that's bad. I even joked about something that's bad or laughed at something that's bad. Yeah. But I'm not a rapist. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't mean that I want you or to become a rapist. A sympathizer. Yeah, I'm not yeah. promoting rape. Yeah, no. it's it's humor, it's comedy. None nothing. Like people ask me about my simplest jokes. You know, I would say I was in a supermarket today and I asked, uh, "Can I buy can I buy a nuclear rocket?" And they told me no, right? And after mm-hmm. the show, people would come up to me and say, did you really ask for a nuclear rocket in a supermarket? I'm like, "No, you idiot. It's <laughs> a joke. I made it up." You know, yeah, yeah. so that's why I don't see why people get offended at completely fictional things. Mm-hmm. But that's not the biggest problem. People getting offended at stuff. The biggest problem is when actual law authorities and government mm. are mixed into this whole story and people end up being prosecuted because of something they've said. Right. Yeah. Well, this is where. OK, actually, I, I'm going to if you don't mind, I, I would actually say the interim step. There's sort of an interim step where it's not quite the government, but it's getting in that direction, but it's not quite there. It's kind of in between the cancel culture thing that we were talking about, about the audience and about an authority figure. So in America, there's an organization called NACA, right? N-A-C-A, which is the National Association of College, um, what is it called? Arts. Arts or something. Anyway, um, no, no, it's something else. I want to say entertainment, but that's an E. But it's something uh, like that. Activities, uh, activities, sorry. National Association of College Activities, because it's all different kinds of activities. Anyway, the point is, a lot of comedians in the past have done college tours. To, get, to do college tours, you need to apply with this board, right? They watch the shows, they choose the comedians, and each college has different representatives, which are made up of uni students, this little kind of like admin group uh, or little committee. And they will watch all the performers, magicians, comedians, jugglers, uh, beatboxers, musicians, bands, whatever, and they will take them. Uh, They'll watch them. They all perform like at a convention over a couple of days, like over a weekend. They sit there and watch all these shows and then decide if they want to book book them for the next year, right? And then they give them dates. They say, are you willing to do these dates, blah, blah, blah. And the idea is it's fantastic money for the performers. Uh, It can be like over a grand. Like some, there was one who he was charging two and a half almost to do for one show per show. And if he can string together, and he can string together like 23 shows, so that guy is already making like 
bank like bank 20,000 40,000 something dollars like it's ridiculous so that guy's making bank over the course of the year he's got these shows and plus he does his normal gigs now the thing is to get onto these shows because of this whole diversity thing and inclusion and we were saying before about you know making fun of fat people things like you cannot do that you cannot make jokes that might offend anybody all that sort of thing you perform to their standard right so this guy who's getting paid the two and a half he's very popular he's very you know well known in the college circuit they love him but the thing is if you actually go to one of his club gigs he's filthy as hell he's really like he's making rape jokes and stuff like what well, with those kind of not rape jokes as such but making jokes that involve these topics and about abortion and stuff like that. These jokes he never does at the college circuit because that's a different crowd. It'd be like doing like the Christian circuit forever or doing the, you know, any kind of circuit or, or maybe even doing the KKK circuit if such a thing were to exist. Like, you know, you obviously wouldn't make jokes that make fun of the white race if you were performing for the KKK, right? So I'm, <laughs> this, I'm going with weird, absurd examples to kind of point out the point. I get it, but then there is a little voice in the back of my head thinking, Google if there is a stand-up circuit for KKK clubs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. white the supremacy world. circuit. Anyway, um, so the point is though, these this, but it is a form of censorship. It is definitely a form of censorship, and there has been cases where people have refused to perform for these organizations because you do have to sign for it, right? And if you break these contracts, then and all that sort of stuff. And there's um, there are cases of comedians who refuse to do it. Like, and even people like Chris Rock and Jerry Seinfeld have, in the recent past, made comments saying at interviews saying, "There's no point in doing the college circuit because it's too PC." What do you think? Well, I think you know, in America, is, that is of course there uh, is audience for everything. Like, mm-hmm. there is a reason why they wouldn't let you on a I don't know afternoon talk show on TV mm-hmm. and you would use all kinds of like filth, swear words, whatever. There is a reason. There is a reason why, for example, in, in Britain, right, after 8 p.m., they're allowed they're allowed a certain number of swear words, as far as I know, per mm. show, like per 40 minutes or whatever it is, 30 <laughs> minutes an episode of a show, anyway, like quiz show, panel show, whatever yeah. it is, TV show, right, series, they're allowed some kind of a quota all of right. swear words or something like this. I mean, I don't think it's like a specifically, you know, you can have seven, but you can just replace every word in the program with, I don't know, asshole and just put that on, right? It has to have- I could just speak to someone's there with a stopwatch, they're counting them, and then so it's like, oh, we've, we've, got a, we've got a problem, why? Well, the part ass started in that first 40 minute mark, but the word whole ended up in 41, which is the new 40 minutes. So which side do we put it on? Do we put it in the first 40, in which case, it's not allowed, or do we include it into the second 40, in which case it's allowed, but that last asshole over there, we have to cut. I think it's per show, not per exact, like, 40 <laughs> minutes or per some kind of time period. But, yeah, so, I mean, there is a reason for that, and there is a reason why they don't, they don't want topics like rape or abortion or, I don't know, whatever it can be, like bashing mm homosexuality, mm-hmm. weight, whatever it is, on, on such tours in, in, in uni. And I get that. It's about inclusion. It's about, you know, uh, some kind of sense of community, equality, yeah. everyone. No one should be picked out and stuff. But I don't think that's what comedy should be about. Because I think comedy mm-hmm. was always about differences, was always about observation, about point, pointing out facts, about pointing out things that happen yeah. uh, and have happened and things like this. So I think pretending that, you know, pretending that there is no one in that room who is fat 
you know what I mean? Just in, just in case they yeah. get offended. Like, I mean, th this, it's a means to an end. If you want to go do that, those kind of shows, earn money and get some kind of experience and maybe context is great. Yeah. But I think it's also, it comes from that first point of self-censorship. If you're such a comic, if you can do that, yeah. go, for, go for it. But if you are faking it for the sake of that check, then don't go for it and go find a dirty basement where you can perform your dirty jokes for 50 people. And that's great. Or you could do both. I mean, like I said, this guy who's very well known on the college circuit and he's got a good career outside of it. I mean, he's doing both. He just splits, you know, he just, it's it's like, you know, one way you talk at home compared to how you talk at work, compared to how you talk to your friends uh, in uh, in a pub. You know, it's different, different personas that we all have. We all have them naturally. So we just, and just like being on stage is like your personality dialed up or down and, you know, played with. The same thing with that, you know, all you have different personalities, yep. So you have one personality for your club sets, you have one personality for your college sets, you can have another set for your corporate gigs, you know, you have another personality sort of thing. I think that, I see, I don't have a problem with that. And talking about like the, the fat thing, um, actually, that was something I read in this article where they were mentioning that a lot of people in the past, a lot of fat people, avoided going to comedy clubs. They didn't feel comfortable because they knew the moment they walked in there, that put someone on the stage, one of those comedians, is going to go for the cheap, easy laughs where they make fun of the fat guy or the fat girl and make fat jokes. And so there was like that's, talk that, about them avoiding going to stand because they didn't feel like safe there. I get that, but that's that's different. That's making fun. That's what we talked mm. about. Picking out one person in the room and mentioning their weight is making fun. It's rude, obnoxious, and it should not be done. But talking okay, about- so how do you deal with that though? Talking about weight, people being overweight, majority of I don't know, American population being overweight yeah. as a topic on a show. Yeah. So not making fun of this person, I don't know, yeah, yeah. Jane- Jameson mm -hmm. that's set, set in the front row, but talking about a thing that that exists, okay. right? Yeah. I think is not a problem. Yeah, I, I agree with you. My question now is, how do you deal with it though when someone does that? You know what I mean? In this case, it sounds like it's up to each club individually to kind of censor uh, then their own comedians, which this is where you get the big thing because this is where people start yelling cancel culture because the club can go, look, mate, you were the host or whatever, or maybe one of the comedians, whichever. And it's like, look, we're gonna we're not going to put you as a host next week or we're not going to give you a set for the next two weeks. They say, why? It goes, because you made fun of those fat people. And they can say, well, this is cancel, cancel culture. You know, you can't make fun of people now or you can't make fun. And it's like, well, no, if you, if you were just discussing being fat and things and making jokes about that's fine. But the fact is that you made fun of them that part we can't allow now this is where we get to the whole cancel culture debate that's happening these days people kind of say well that's being cancelled but then if you don't then the fat people are not going to feel comfortable coming to the gig or if it's gay jokes and then gay people or whatever you know it's about that situation so i'm saying how do you but that's the thing yeah. i think no gay person no black person no overweight person was ever offended by someone talking about yeah. gay people black people overweight people they're mm -hmm. offended when you point them out and say you're fat you're gay you know what i mean so mm -hmm. i mean even if not like you're you're gay okay i am but like haha -ha, you're gay that's wrong you know what i mean when you yeah like when you make fun of who they are but that should not even yeah. If but that's what I mean. So perfect. okay, for example, like using the fat person as a as an example, like if the person on stage is like, oh wow, looks like you uh, ate the five whoppers and the double sized, you know, cherry pie at, at the end of the, sh you know, just before the show, 
making making fun of the fact that it looks like they've eaten the whole of McDonald's. Like, you know, geez, is there even a McDonald's standing on the corner anymore? But this is being rude to people. This yeah, is yeah. not same as joking about something, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But okay. what happens when actual kind of authorities and laws and government police steps into all of this and basically when we don't have a chance to not be worried will someone not like it and so on but it's straight up illegal mm-hmm. to make a joke what, what do you hap- think about that what you go what happens you go to jail that's not what, that's not what much. happens yeah. but do you, do you think it should be illegal to make a joke any oh, joke hell no, about hell anything? no of course not no 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 I, I think it's ridiculous and i think it shows that any government that kind of sets up these rules that says you cannot make a joke about whatever, is thin-skinned or is way too coddling of its people. Now, on the other hand, if you, for example, you are a politician and you're seeing someone doing, let's say, anti-Semitic jokes, all right, making lots of anti-Semitic, and it's very popular with the crowd, and he's making money and he's, like, getting people coming to the show, then you got to start wondering, okay, why do a lot of people like this stuff? What's going on with our country? Because comedy is just a reflection of what's happening, if you know what I mean. It's actually a good barometer to kind of get an idea of what people want to talk about, what are the topics. If anything, comedy should be kind of uh, observed for for this reason. Like I said before, it's a barometer. So I think when people are being censored, when the governments are censoring comedians, it's because they're afraid that what they're saying is what people are really thinking and they're trying to suppress these thoughts. So it's it's actively an act of suppression in that case. Anything should be able to be joked about. You deal with the with the repercussions organically. Well, I think, okay, not, not, and this is, I think, a matter of kind of what you can say publicly, not mm. basically joke about, but what you can say with a microphone on a stage and yeah. so on. And many countries have laws about these kind of things. So basically things you are allowed to say publicly publicly, and, and so it wouldn't be like slander or whatever. Mm. And we had this situation a couple of years back here in Russia where mm-hmm. a comedian was mentioning the, the president in one of his jokes and someone reported this to the police Police showed up with a warrant to the stand-up club where he performed and asked for his name and the the contract and everything. So, of course, the stand-up club in the beginning was like... We don't know who this person is. What are you talking about? Dismissive, right? (laughs) But then, of course, when they threatened them with some other measures and, and repercussions, they have pointed them in the direction of this comic. And this comic fled the country. Uh, basically refusing to be imprisoned or even questioned about a joke he made during a show. So he fled the country for about a year or something. And then when his lawyers sorted it all out and when the dust settled, he he came back. There was another incident. With more fame and more followers. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, and while he was away, he was doing tours uh, and, and shows in other countries. Yeah. Based Thank off you, of that. government censorship. Yeah. Then there is another guy who very recently, and this is how we started this, I mentioned that there is an ongoing story right now, yeah. who also recently made a joke about Russian people. Mm-hmm. So one of his jokes, and it's, I mean, I, I saw it, I saw the clip. It's just a joke. Right? It's yeah. it's like saying German people are this because British people are that. Yeah. You know, it's nothing really hateful. It's nothing really. But a lot of sense, he's not, uh, I mean, he's so as may, you, I don't know how, how well are you, are you fam- how familiar you are with this, but maybe some of our listeners are not. So in Russia, like there is a citizenship, right? Nationality mm-hmm. Russian, but there is also a race. 
Russian. Mm. So you can be different kinds of Russians, like basically owning the passport. Yeah. But there is also a race like Slavic Russians, right? Yeah, Buryat so, and and yeah, there is some like you know, Asian Russians, Muslim Russians. There yeah, is different Chechen kind of Russians. Yeah, Caucasian. But yeah. but but there is uh, also like Slavic Russians. Yeah. So this comedian, he's not Slavic Russian, and yeah. he was making jokes about the Slavic Russians, right? Right. Yeah. So basically, then people kind of took first to to internet. With saying like you can't say such stuff, blah blah blah, offending him personally. He was attacked twice in the center of Moscow, where like groups of people, oh, physically, physically, yeah, Oof. attacked him, punched him, like yeah. beat him, and stuff like this. And then someone reported it to the police as well, and he started getting prosecuted by the authorities again for insulting the nation. <laughs> on his on his show which it's definitely not what he was doing i mean like i the show the clip is available online and stuff and he recorded a couple of like interviews and and stuff about that as well what is it uh what's the actual bit yeah i can't like i watched maybe two weeks ago the actual bit i can't remember Ah. what it is but it's definitely not something like it's it's not offensive yeah it's at best it's uh, controversial but it's Mm -hmm. not offensive yeah. And it's definitely not offensive to, you know, he's definitely not a hater of Russian people. Like, he's, he's you know, he has friends, he has colleagues, yeah, yeah. he has, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it doesn't come from a bad place yeah. as well. So what about this? What about situations where the, the government actually takes things in their hands and people can end up in prison just for something they've said? It's, 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 it's ridiculous. I think, well, like I said before, it's just, okay. One thing is a lot of these um, laws come in because they the, the way they word it is about you have to respect the government, you have to respect religion, you have to respect whatever, right? This is the guys it's under. Um, my, I've always been of the opinion you earn respect, you don't just give it freely. You have to earn it. And the idea is if people really do respect you, they wouldn't make fun of you or they'd make fun of you with out of love, you know, just in a, in a, in a nice way Roast sort of you. thing. Yeah, whatever. But the whole point is that when you start mandating respect by saying you can't joke about it, you can't you make even quips or anything like that or funny, then that means that, well, if you have to force it, then it's not real. You know what I mean? And this is the thing and this nationalism and stuff, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. It's the same thing as um, what happened in India. There's a guy called uh, Munao uh, Faruqi or something like that, uh, he ended up spending 28, maybe even more days in jail because he didn't make a joke, but he had prepared a joke to be used in the set that night. Someone had overheard him preparing. He had prepared a joke that they said was offensive. Uh, He didn't end up performing that joke, but he still got busted because the guy who complained, who is the son of um, a BJP politician who is one of the right-wing factions in India, which is what Modi is part of, the current uh, prime minister of India. So this guy, his son, one of these politicians' sons, preemptively put in the into the complaint to the police saying that he was a serial offender so he was going to offend again this set and just they preemptively arrested him sort of thing and the guy was seen and video recorded them the whole argument from and he's like let me continue on and they're like no and yeah he ended up getting arrested and put in jail and so it's you can just, get prosecuted for thinking something yeah for, for having never, prepared but yeah. never actually so performed never even perf- never even said it on stage but no. 
but considered saying something. And that's the next level. That's where you're getting ridiculous. And it's the fact like, uh, for example, there's an interview with a guy called Jeff Shi or Shi Laoban in China. That's his comedian name, I think. And they talk about how their comedy clubs in China, if you're, if it's big enough, like it's of an actual proper comedy uh, venue or whatever, then if it's of a certain size, you have to register. And then you have to send in a whole transcript of all the jokes that are going to be said. And you can be rated at any moment and have your sets checked or it can be recorded and then double checked to make sure you did do it as said that what they authorized uh, if you're small enough then you can get away with a lot more but you have to be it has to be a small underground little venue like I'm, us I'm, I'm small can i get away <laughs> with stuff in china yeah yeah i sure. mean i think this is i agree with you 100 that this is uh, mostly happening in countries where the government is afraid that people would spread some I don't know, propaganda against them. I don't or think it's even propaganda. Of- I think they're just afraid of an opposing view or anyone not thinking that they're afraid of losing control. They're afraid of losing power and control. And the way that in their mind, the best way to hold on to that is by tightening an ever more aggressive grip. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. And I mean, I agree with your statement 100%. And I disagree 100% with government and police and whoever having any basically input in in what you can say. As long as it's not hurtful to anyone in in person, I think it should be allowed. And uh, one final thing that I wanted to mention is the, the best example of how kind of under the microscope stand up and in general comedy is at the moment and people are just waiting for someone to slip Mm. and to you know say something offensive and for him to be like scrutinized you know the media and you know like crucified across the the internet and stuff is basically i remember we had a roast battle Mm -hmm. and of course people there are some people who don't understand the format who have not seen it on tv or somewhere maybe it's not such a i mean it's it's a format that I guess it's quite, I would say, American, right? Oh, and- I do believe it did start in America. And it started in like the Friars Club and places like these little like uh, well, what used to be known as gentlemen's clubs and then became yeah. like kind of a trades club sort of thing, like a club for comedians or actors and performers and stuff. Another one for business people. These yeah, so you, clubs. Would, yeah. you would pick a person that you would roast and it mm-hmm. would be a person you know well. It would be friends and family yeah. with that person. And then it spread into stand-up and into these kind of battles one-on-one through yeah. rap even, kind of similar to rap battles where you kind yeah, of try with to... with comedy and insult. Yeah, you try to yeah, make fun comedy. of the other, other person and things like this, right? Yeah. In, so in America, it's called roast battles. In Britain, it's called conversation. I presume... <laughs> banter. Where, yeah, I believe it's banter. Banter, where you try to just offend the other person. Not yeah. offend even. It's, it's teasing. Yeah. And it's not, it's also not hurtful. It's also not mean or rude or anything. So, but we had a, a show, Rose Battle, here in Moscow. And I remember after the show, an audience member came up to me as the host of that show and said, Do you think it's okay if a guy on stage calls a girl on stage? a slut or something that it was a part of the burn yeah, yeah. right i don't know like your mouth's so big you sucked so many dicks it was a part of yeah, the burn yeah. but this girl took offense yeah in the name of the participant who volunteered saw these jokes before the performance approved them all well one on they stage. don't know that they've seen the jokes before because they think it's all improvised a lot of them even if it was you agreed to the it yeah, yeah this is what the format is this yeah and is everyone's doing thing. all different it's like have you heard all the other jokes you do realize this is the exact same vein she made her own jokes that were yeah. about insulting people 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure we were expecting all these words. Like, you know, actually, we were kind of tame. <laughs> so, yeah, what, what I think yeah. basically the conclusion is, again, what I've said earlier, I think you can make jokes about anything, but you can't make fun of some certain things, some certain things that yeah. hurt people or offend people yeah. or are, are rude to those specific people or the yeah. group of people and so on. And I think it shouldn't be it shouldn't be managed by anyone, by some kind of university association, by the club, by the government. It should be managed by you because you as a performer, as an entertainer, again, you have a responsibility to make people enjoy, not cringe, to make yeah. people laugh, not cry. And mm -hmm. uh, that's, I think, the first filter, the self-censorship should be the only one that exists. If someone can do it themselves, then I'm sorry, uh, you will not, basically will not sell. That's it, you yeah. know? Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. My my conclusion about all of this is, yeah, it should start and end with your own self-censorship sort of thing. Like that's where it comes down to. It's down to the performer to do what they think is best. And, but the performer has to be willing to face the consequences, good or bad. Like you can't then bitch and moan if you don't sell tickets and things like that. Well, obviously the way you're doing it, people don't like it. Now, it's up to you whether you decide, no, I'm going to continue and slowly build up a very niche fan base who will appreciate what I do, or I'm going to change my my format or the way I do things, you know, or my perspective or whatever, and, you know, try to appeal to a, a larger... It's your choice at the end. I think it all comes down to your choice, but you have to face the consequences. I also think that depending on different scenarios, you do it in different ways. You know, you have different personas, different jokes, different things. And that the moment that the government tries to take away that power from you and tries to tell you what to say or do then that's the no that's unacceptable yeah so if <laughs> that's you, it if you are going to go with some saucy little jokes yes man up and yeah. take responsibility for yeah. them or i don't want to get cancelled person up and take responsibility for yeah them. exactly yeah take ownership of that saucy little joke and yeah that's it all right so, so own your saucy little jokes people own your saucy little jokes own go your on. saucy little oh, jokes no. let us know yeah, play with it let us Love know it. what you think what should be joked about and what not yeah. are there some definitely taboo topics that no one mm. should ever mention uh what has place in comedy and stand-up and what doesn't we would be happy to see your suggestions ideas in the comments and we have also set up our patreon if you want to donate since we have recently upgraded our tech our equipment yeah. and you can also give us feedback on that how mm -hmm. how does it we are experimenting with sound with mastering with production and if you think uh, you, if you want to support what we're doing if you enjoy this podcast you are very welcome to donate on patreon we would be glad to receive any kind of any kind of support thank yeah. you so much for listening i've been igor monday and i'm david Munoz. and this was the comedy kiosk until next time goodbye ciao